0: All right. Welcome to today's podcast. It's Friday. All right. So uh, today what we're going to talk about is how thin is a skill, right? Being thin is a skill. It's not something that you're just going to do starting tomorrow, right? You don't just all of a sudden become thin because tomorrow's Monday and you decided you're just going to become thin. You can make a decision and start working towards it. Kind of like if you decided I want to play the piano. And so what you do is you don't just become an instant great piano player tomorrow. You commit to the process of becoming a good piano player. And it's no different with your weight loss. And this distinction is really important because the diets are always filling your head to make you believe that as soon as you make the decision, you can just become expert, thin person, an expert at losing weight. And that's crazy. There's nothing in the world that you just make a decision. I'm just gonna do it. And then tomorrow you're great at it. And no one approaches it this way because the diets are always telling you that the only thing you're missing is the plan. And if you just, and then you just follow it and use your willpower and that's how you succeed. And that's total bullshit. You have to practice all the skills that allow you to follow the plan. You see, knowing what to do is not your main problem, right? You know enough right now here watching this about what you should and should need to lose weight. The problem is you can't get yourself to do it consistently. You see? So it's learning these soft skills of how to motivate yourself, how to deal with, with the ups and downs of life that impact your eating, you know, and your weight loss. And so it's about understanding the more subtle aspects of weight loss that is the real process that's going to bring you to your goal. It's not about having more nutritional information or more exercise plans. Those things are not the main thing stopping you from losing weight. And so, once you reframe this process of one of developing the skill sets, the mindset the habits, the routines, the thought patterns, the emotions of a thin person, now you've set yourself up on the path of mastery and you've set yourself up for success because the idea that you're gonna start tomorrow on Monday perfect and then just maintain that perfection so you lose all the weight is crazy. You see what I mean? Like that concept is what's keeping you stuck more than anything else is this idea that you just, that's it tomorrow, I'm gonna do it. Tomorrow you can start doing it, but you're not just going to do it. And again, once you realize this distinction and start on the path of mastery, of consistent improvement, of practicing to be thin, that's when you start to get amazing results because that's a much more accurate description of what is going on here, right? It is not, not a process of just making a decision because think about it. What other area of your life would you do that? Or, you know, I'll play the piano or the guitar. That's it. Tomorrow I'm going to be a guitar player. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You don't have the you don't, you know, guitar. You don't have the calluses on your fingers. You don't have the muscle strength. You'll practice for a day and your hands are going to be sore. You know, And that's what you're doing metaphorically with weight loss. You're just saying, I'm going to go right into it and I'm just going to be perfect. No, you're not. So once we recognize that, now we can be more strategic. And this is where the real amazing part of this approach starts is that instead of trying to do everything all at once, right? because the typical dieter is starting Monday, 50, 60% calorie cut, right? And it's it's so intense. And they think they're just going to maintain that calorie cut until they get to their goal weight. No, you're not. So once we recognize it's a longer path and plan, then you can start off slowly, right? Because again, if we go back to playing the piano, if I say, I'm going to play the piano and I'm going to be really good at it right away, I'm going to play eight hours a day. No, you're not you're going to play eight hours the first day, maybe. And the second day, your fingers are going to be cramped up like that. You're going to be able to move. So it's the same thing you're doing with your weight loss. You're so overcorrecting that by the second day, you're exhausted and overwhelmed. Okay, So what's the alternative? The alternative is that you approach it like you would anything else you want to learn in your life. Any other skill you want to develop, you'd take a little bit out at a time. So maybe instead of cutting 50, 60% of your calories, you cut 10, 20%. Maybe you work on one bad habit, get some headway with it, then work on the next one. (laughs) That's a normal, typical approach, right? If I'm playing guitar, I'm not going to learn all the chords, all the scales, all the timing, all the strumming patterns, all all on day one, right? That's impossible. Everyone would agree with that. But when it comes to weight loss, that's what you're expecting, you see? So I'm making such a point out of this because we've all been so hypnotized by the diets to think, oh, I'm just going to do it tomorrow. I'm just going to do it. No, you're not. And so once we change that paradigm, it sets you up for success because now, yeah, you have to have a little more patience with it. Sorry. But once you get over that fact, now you can strategically, systematically improve all the little things that bring you to being a thin, healthy person that you want to be. And ironically, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to master your weight and get on this path than it is the weight loss path because the, the weight loss path is one of overcorrection and intensity and overwhelm and trying to do it all at once. The path of mastery is slow and steady. It's kind of just doing a little bit more each day, constant, consistent improvement. And that is something that is way more comfortable and manageable for the average human being. Okay. And so if you're still questioning, again, I suggest look at the results you've gotten. What has kicked you off the path it's usually a feeling of overwhelm stress it's too much it's too hard and so if you start approaching it with this more slow steady approach you know there's a saying right that people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year But as you start orienting yourself to longer time frames, to a more slow, steady approach, you really, truly set yourself up to experience results that you have never experienced in your entire life. I promise you. So get this in your mind and start practicing being thin. Pick one or two little things that you can start to work on and improve and get into your life and then work on the next one. And when you take this approach, I think you're going to enjoy it and you're going to get better results than you've ever gotten in your life. So I hope this helps you. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to ask them, all right? Because um, I'm here for a little while to answer them. Any tips for fasting and mental endurance of doing so? Um, how long do you want to fast for? Is this like an intermittent fast that you want to you know, take a couple, 12, 16 hours? Let me know how long you're thinking about fasting so I can have more specific. And Thank you for the rose. Um, what do you think of the idea that in every present moment, anyone only ever does what they want? Uh, I think I agree with that. <laughs> I've made videos that uh, I've made videos that have said you weigh what you want, right? And, and what I mean by that is that we always do what we want to do in the moment. And so, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Now, there's a thing called the ambivalence, right? So we can want to eat the junk food and we can want to lose weight at the same time. But one of those wants in the moment is going to be stronger than the other, always. Okay. So I agree with that. And I think that's a good paradigm to kind of think in that we always do what we want to do because what that leads you to next is, okay, well, let me decrease the desire for the unhealthy foods and let me increase the desire to weigh what I want to weigh. Right. But I like that idea a lot because a lot of times people think they can restrict themselves and deprive themselves and pain motivate themselves to their goal. But your brain's a pleasure seeking mechanism, you know, it wants to experience pleasure. This is why people struggle with weight loss in the first place. Is, is because the the pleasure of the food. So yeah, I totally agree with that idea that we do what we want to do and what you need to do is you need to program your mind to want the things that are you truly want that are that are your goals and you have to decrease the desire for the things that pull you away from that goal. And you know, that, that's literally that's 100% of my my program's called program yourself Then this is 100% of what we do, you know, is subconsciously reprogram you um in a way that you naturally and automatically move in the direction you want, okay? So, yeah, that's a great question. I like that one a lot. Um, but yeah, feel free. If, if you got any questions, feel free to ask them. I'm a hypnotist. I've been uh, helping people lose weight for professionally for 20 years, personally for 30 years. And I created the program, Yourself Den System. So I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. Um, I've worked with just just people all over the world, helping them lose weight. And what I do, I've kind of come up with, I don't know this, They get this word now, like soft skills? And I realize like, that's kind of what I do, you know? And I, I think that hard skills are like, okay, here's the meal plan. Here's the diet. Here's the workout. And that's pretty much every weight loss plan out there is. It's the hard skills. Oh, here here you go, do this. But it's the soft skills that really allow you to get the results you want, you know, because it's the, it's the subtle things. It's your mindset. It's your emotions. It's how you deal with your habits, you know? Um, how you're able to maintain and deal with times of stress and struggle. That's the thing that's going to dictate your success more than the plan itself. You see, and no one ever talks about that stuff. You know, it makes me crazy. Um, <laughs> your videos are motivating. It helps me so much. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. That's why I do them. You know, um, I really, I, I love just putting this stuff out there because the, the thing with weight is so often people feel so, so stuck and they feel like they've tried everything. You haven't tried everything. You've tried all the diets, perhaps, but you haven't tried this holistic, mindset-based approach to mastering your weight. That's a new thing for almost everybody. And once you start using this, you start to, you say, "Oh my God, that's what was missing." You know, that's the piece that was missing. It's not the, it's not the plan. It's not the nutrition. It, that's not that piece. What's going to do it is really the this more subtle things, the mindset stuff. That's what's going to get the results you want. Um. Someone says, do you have any suggestions for, whoop, do you have any suggestions for Muslims who fast for 30 days and 13 hours every day? Wow. 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Wow. Um, yeah, I actually, I, I have worked with some people that fast for religious reasons. And what I suggest is really boosting the motivation by focusing on why you're doing it. Okay. So really focusing on the outcome and the beliefs and the reasons for why you even want to do it in the first place you know, and you can get this. I, I ask this question a lot to my, my clients. I have them ask this is because because w- when you're on the path of weight loss, we're always going to make mistakes. And so as soon as we make a mistake that f- my favorite question in the world is to ask, do I even want to lose weight? You have to reinforce that belief all the time. You can't just assume that your belief to your, your desire to want to lose weight is always cranked up. It's not, you have to cultivate it. You have to maintain it. Um, and so it's the same thing for you. I would suggest you know, you go into your deepest. I mean, as a Muslim who's fasting like that and and really living it, what I would do is I would really get in touch with my deepest spiritual beliefs, my deepest Muslim-based beliefs of why you would even consider doing a fast for thirty days in the first place. And so I would really focus in on those and connect to those. And what that does is it kind of generates more motivation for what you want to do. So we're we're cranking up the desire. So I don't know. Um, I'm not I'm not aware of what the the background reason for for fasting for that is, but getting touch with that and again actually, do I even want to fast? Even to the point of do I even want to be a Muslim, which I know I'm what I'm saying is we want to like sometimes we're not questioning it's not, it's not a sarcastic question. It's a question to allow us to get into the reasons why we are doing this in the first place. You see, so when I say like, do I even want to lose weight? Cause so often people say, oh God, I got off my plan. I got to get back on it. No, no. The first thing you got to do is you got to refresh your motivation. And saying, do I even want to lose weight? It's a great way to do that because it kind of assumes maybe you don't. And then all of a sudden it, it triggers out that other part. No, I know I do. I do want to lose weight because of blah, 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 blah. And when we get focused on all those reasons and that boosts up our motivation. And so you could use the same thing. Why do I want to be a Muslim? Why is this important to me? Get in touch with those real things. Oh, thanks, Marley. I think it's Marley's. I, I couldn't see your name real quick. Thanks for the rose. Um, being aware of how the choices in each moment affect the future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, talking about like, like each moment We're always making a decision based on what we want, um, which, so so I'll give you my strategy I use for people to help them choose different foods, because that's exactly what's going on, is that when we think about, like when we're tempted by a food, a cookie, for example, the way we're thinking about that cookie is literally just the consumption. We're thinking about having it in our hand, putting it in our mouth, chewing it, swallowing it, eating it, finishing the cookie. That's it, that's the movie we're thinking of. What you wanna do is extend that movie out five, 10 more minutes after you finish, and then find out what is the consequence. So you want that movie to not just be consumption, but more consequence. How am I gonna feel five, 10 minutes from now, mentally, emotionally, physically, if I eat this cookie? And if you get in touch with the consequence, because the consequence is real, so you're not bullshitting yourself, it's a real consequence. And as you focus on that and get connected to it, you naturally start to decrease that desire for the cookie and you start to increase your desire to feel good. So it's an easy way to change your food behaviors without just relying on willpower. Because what people typically do is they think about the cookie, they think about eating it, eating it, chew, chewing it eating, it, eating it, eating it, eating it. Oh, that feels good, 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 good. They're cranking up their desire and then they're expecting that willpower is gonna fight against that desire, you see? So instead what we wanna do is we wanna change what we're thinking about, just let it go. What will be the consequence? What, five minutes from now, how am I gonna feel after I ate the cookie? And that's an interesting question to ask because um, you know how you're gonna feel. Um, do you have a specific time you go live? I want to attend as much as I can. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I try to go live. I tend to go live around this time. Typically, I am working on making it a specific time each day. Um, I will let you know when I do that because, yes, the more you go live. However, if you don't see these lives, I live stream these to YouTube and then they're up there as replays. So you can go to my YouTube channel, Jim Katsoulis, and you can watch um, all, all these live streams. I do them pretty much every day. Uh, and I have a podcast called Program Yourself Then. It's also the name of my program. I've been listening to a couple. Oh, let me get to that question. Oh, let me get to that. I've been listening to a couple of your hypnosis sessions every morning. Very helpful. Thank you. You are welcome. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, they're great, right? The, the more you listen to those, there are just so many benefits from hypnosis, you know. Um, first of all, you train your nervous system to be more relaxed and calm. We could all use more of that, right? Um, And then on top of that, as you're relaxed and calm, you're using more of your brain so you can, you know, again, obviously these sessions are focused on you losing weight and getting motivated for it. And so when you relax your body and you use more of your brain and you hear these positive suggestions, it has so many positive benefits, you know? So hypnosis is a wonderful, wonderful tool for changing your behaviors. And the only thing more powerful than hypnosis to change your behaviors is self-hypnosis, you know? And when you put the two together, forget about it. It's amazing. Um, mentally in a bad space, work and stress taking all my time. Okay. I get that. Um, listen, here's the thing, right? I always say this to people when, when it comes to weight loss, sometimes people get into this mode where it's like, I always got to lose weight. Uh, that's not true. You know, cause I'm more about weight mastery. The difference being that right off the bat, you don't want to lose weight. Cause I know you've lost weight in the past and probably put it back on. So losing weight itself isn't what you want. What you want to do is you want to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. That's a better goal. It's more specific and articulated of what you actually want. And so that includes a longer time frame. Okay. And so as soon as we extend the time frame, now what happens is we are back in reality because the truth is that life is up and down. Okay. Sometimes work, stress, life comes at us and it's overwhelming. In those spaces, it's very difficult to eat perfectly, to exercise all the time, to do all the right things, to lose weight. So when life starts just shitting on you, <laughs> what I would suggest is you ease off the weight loss. You say, I just want to lose weight. You're not always going to lose weight. You're just not. And that's okay. So what we want to do is when we get in these times of stress is we want to manage the stressful situations and let go of the weight loss a little bit and focus on relaxing, recovering, getting ourselves back to a better place so we're more recovered. And then we start focusing on the weight loss. And I promise you, this is a much better strategy to master your weight. Okay, because ultimately when you do it this way, you're gonna recover and you're gonna get back to normal and then you start with the weight loss again. The other way is you keep trying to lose weight and then you stop doing it anyways and then you're not doing it for months or potential years. So focus on getting that mindset back in a good place by resting, recovering, doing the things that make you feel better and then start on the weight loss. When I first scrolled on to here, I thought you were pro- talking about procrastination. Um, <laughs> I'm skinny, huh? but I have unconventional views about health and I actually wish I had more fat stores. Okay, yep, yep um this sounds like a great approach to losing weight or sticking to anything yeah it is absolutely you can use this for absolutely everything because basically what we're talking about is programming your subconscious mind your subconscious mind controls all of your habitual thoughts feelings and behaviors which is another way to say it controls your life <laughs> so understanding how to program your subconscious mind is the most important thing in my opinion is motivation always fluctuating some days are better than i just sort of slack off yeah absolutely This is what I mean. The dieting is such a bunch of bullshit because the dieting is always this temporary thing. And so we can stick 100% temporarily to anything, but really what you're looking for is weight mastery. And so what I do with people is way more practical. You know, It's really, it's a long-term, it's about long-term stuff. Of course, your motivation's up and down. You're a human being. This idea that you could ever hit some phase, because people do this. I say, they're following some crazy plan. And I say, well, what are you going to do once you lose the weight? I don't know. I'll figure it out then. No, you won't. <laughs> Cause you're never thinking about how to maintain and master your weight. You're always thinking about how can I just lose it as quick as possible. And so once you take a step back and look at the bigger picture, of course, there's ups and downs in life, ups and downs in your motivation, like of course. And so that is why, by the way, diets don't work because they require diets are based around willpower, which requires hundred percent motivation, hundred percent focus, hundred percent energy, but that's not life. So what do you do with your diet? Once life shits all over you, or you're tired or you're sick or you're stressed out, right? You're not feeling good. Then all of a sudden the diet just fades away. You can't do it. Right? So what I do is I focus on subconscious programming. And so what you do with this here is that a lot of the habits and the behaviors, the habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, um, of being thin are put into your subconscious mind. So they run pretty much on autopilot. So what's that feel like? Well, brushing your teeth, okay? So brushing your teeth is a habit that you've installed. Now, it's like 90% automatic, right? It's a subconscious program. You don't really have to think about it. You just wake up and do it, go to bed and do it. Whenever you do it, it's kind of triggered by the time and the situation. And so you're aware of it to a little bit of of consciously, but it's mostly a subconscious process. And so that's what you want to focus on. You want to install new subconscious processes so that you think, feel, and act like a naturally thin person. That's the process I help people with, with program yourself thin. And so it doesn't rely so much on your motivation, on your energy, on your willpower. It runs automatically. Now, of course, you're still using willpower and fo- you're still using those things, but to a way lesser degree than a diet, if that makes sense. Right? Um, I'm not even Muslim, but I'm forced to fast because my family forces me because it's a sin not to fast. Ah, yeah. Well, that, that's a tough situation then. Um it's no longer Ramadan fasting. People from all religions do intermittent, yeah. Um, Islam and I know that I'm not eating anything for 13 hours really messes you up. I don't know how to make that. Yeah, that, that's a tough, tough situation for sure. Um, I do, I do eat an extremely disciplined diet. Similar strategies, mindsets make it easy for me. Yeah, work for myself. Yep. Um. Oops, Jesus. I'm trying to get to these questions. So if you have any questions, ask them. I'm going to move through them a little quicker. Um, Fasting doesn't mess you up. Fasting is extremely healthy in every way. Okay. So to that point, there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. And everyone has different experiences of different things. So fasting may not mess you up, but it may mess other people up. You know what I mean? And so if you're messed up by fasting, then don't do it. Um, and then if you're forced to do it, then, you know, I I guess you got to find some alternative strategy. Um, but if fasting works for you, you great, you do it. But that's again, another problem with the weight loss world is it's like this one size fits all approach and it's bullshit. Um, this idea of diets, it's just in general, the idea that that someone's going to make a plan who's never met you, doesn't know you, you don't know them. And they're just going to give you a plan of how you're going to eat for the rest of your life. And you're just going to follow that is crazy. That's like me saying, listen to this kind of music. Here's what you like to watch for movies. (laughs) It's like, What? it's weird. And so we have to create our own meal plans, weight loss plans based on ourselves. And yeah, it takes a little bit longer, but you got to customize and tweak them and tailor them to who you are, your preferences, your genetics, your own lifestyle. Okay. That dieting idea that you're just going to follow some plan. It, it's weird. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Now you can take concepts from plans. I take all sorts of concepts from different plans. Keto. Yeah. I think there's too many refined carbs. So I'll cut those down. Um, vegetarian. I like plant-based diets. I think that's great. Uh, fish. I think there's great nutrients from fish. So I eat that. So I'm pescatarian. Um, But there's lots of different things I take from different things to create my own one-of-a-kind plan. I suggest you do the same thing. Um, Intermittent fasting for long hours is very popular and beneficial for so many illnesses. Yeah, I like intermittent fasting. I, I do intermittent fasting. I kind of backed into it. It wasn't the main goal when I started doing it 30 years ago. Now it's called intermittent fasting. I think it's wonderful. I love it. I think it's natural to give our body a long break for eating. I think it's healthy. I think it's good. I think it's great. If you can't do it and you hate it, then there's other ways to go about it, okay? But yeah, if you've never experimented with fasting, I think I'm a big fan of it, you know? And and I think it's good. However, understand that the intermittent fasting craze right now, it's one of the top dieting methods there is. And I think it's good as part of a overall strategy. But intermittent fasting in and of itself, if you change nothing else and just start intermittent fasting, I don't think that's gonna be enough for you to lose weight because I think it's one tactic. And I think you need a complete holistic strategy. My program, Program Yourself then. There's really three core components, and I think of them as a pyramid shape. The bottom level that's most important is the foundation of everything is the mindset piece. The next piece is the lifestyle piece, and then the top piece is the eating piece. And so most people just try and change the eating. And the intermittent fasting is just an eating strategy. Without the lifestyle and without the mindset stuff, you're not going to stick with it. You're not going to do it. Simple as that. And so I, I think there's always more to it, but I do like intermittent fasting as part of my eating strategy. All right? Um, do you know how much protein you need for muscle growth and weight loss at the same time? I do not. I'm not a I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian and I don't get into the the details of um of macronutrient um scheduling. Thanks so much for your videos. It's really helping. That's awesome. i I love hearing that. You know, I'm, I'm so glad. Um, it messes me up from eating regularly to not for 13 hours, all of a sudden isn't easy. Yeah. Again, that's what I mean. Like, like I worked up, I, they, it wasn't intermittent fasting 30 years ago. There was no, I don't know when intermittent fasting came, but it wasn't a popular thing then. But what happened is when I want to start losing weight, I picked my worst habit, which was eating at night. And I said, okay, if I can get rid of this nighttime habit, um, my weight's going to go down. I know this. And so I went to work on it. And so long story short, eventually I got to the point, eventually it took me a while. Eventually, I got to the point where I stopped eating six, seven o'clock at night. Didn't eat till the next day, seven or eight o'clock. Hey, what do you know? i am in been fasting now. But I backed into it, okay? And so it's something I think you work up to, you know, and, and you work on. Again, that's what I was just talking about today. Like, like, like being thin is a skill. People make this crazy assumption that you're just going to start tomorrow on a Monday and just be perfect. It's so nuts. There's nothing else in the world you do like that. Oh, tomorrow, I'm going to be a dancer. Oh, tomorrow, I'm going to be a skateboarder. No, you're not. <laughs> you might start the process of learning it, but you're not just going to be that thing. It is absolutely insane. And it's because you're brainwashed, hypnotized by all the diet marketing. We all are. We've been exposed to millions of diet ads in our lives. And it's framed the way that we think about weight loss to the point that most people can't separate weight loss from dieting. It's just one and the same. And it's not, it's not. Um, Dieting is one way to try and lose weight. And it's very ineffective because it's usually one tactic. And there's no, con- there's no like, context to it there's no like strategy to how to actually do it you know so anyways um you know some discipline (laughs) yeah it's more than discipline i will say it i i jamal i I hear what you're saying but it's i'm telling you folks because you think you you're not able to lose weight because you don't have willpower you don't have discipline and it's just like people just tell you oh no you just need discipline oh well how do i have discipline how 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 do I get from where I'm at now to having discipline? And that's the question I always ask because it's so easy. Like maybe you've been fasting, I've been fasting for 30 years. So for me to come out and say, oh, just stop eating 13 hours a week. See you later. Like that doesn't help anyone. Do you know what I mean? And that's what makes me crazy about the dieting. This idea that, well, I can do it or I learned to do it or you should do that. Great. People need to learn how to actually get themselves to do it. How do you get discipline? You just just do it. You just commit to it. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. You have to develop it. It's a skill you work on, you know? So um, anyways, uh, what else we got saying here? (laughs) Uh, If you don't want to fast, then don't. If only things are that easy. Um, Did you see my question? I did. You heard my answer, right? I I can't. I'm not really. I can't answer That's out of my scope. There's pros and cons to fasting. I think there's usually much better ways to get all the same benefits. Oh, goody. One of my favorite new TikTok family members is live. (laughs) That's awesome. Hey, Susie. Um, for building habits like exercise, is it better to less every day or more less often? Yeah, that's a great question. I have a saying for this in my program. I always it's a mantra I work to install on in people, which is that it's uh, consistency over intensity. Okay. So what I like to do is I like to create a, a, a consistent line. I don't care. So I do this with absolutely everything. My my story I always use is my yoga story. When I first started yoga I was, yoga, I was extremely motivated into it. I would do it an hour every night. And eventually life just happens, kids, family, whatever. I didn't want to do an hour every night. And so this was the biggest shift in my life. One of the biggest ones is I knew at that point, it's like, I don't want to give up an hour either. And so you never gonna believe what I did. And I don't know why it sounds like it's such a hard thing to do. But instead of doing the hour, I said, I can have some alternatives. I can have an hour routine, a 15 minute routine, and a two minute routine. And I'll be honest, the last 10 years, 90% of the time I'm doing the two minute routine. Now my brain says, that's not even worth it. That's not going to do anything. Huh? No, because now I look back and I did, I remember doing this over a year. And now I look back over the last 10 years, 90% of the time I'm doing the two minute routine and I feel amazing about that. Do I wish I'd done an hour? Yeah, sure. But I'm really glad I did the two minute routine because I still think of myself as a yogi every single night. I am connecting to my body. I'm relaxing. I'm stretching. I'm maintaining what I had and I still have it part of my life. So it's there in my mind. I'm expecting to do it tonight. It's just part of my life. And so now when I get to the point, I feel like I'm more like I do more longer routines now, my kids are getting older, life's kind of chilling out a little bit for me. And so it's a lot easier to ramp up my yoga now because I've been doing it, you know, and there was all sorts of benefits the whole time is it changes my self-image. I still think of myself as a yogi because even though I was still doing that little bit. So I would much rather when I'm first starting to do things, I really optimize to consistency. I'll do a minute a day which isn't technically maybe doing a real lot for me, but it's building up the habit and the self-image of me as this new person who does these things. And then I'll build on that. So that's my opinion on that. Um, Eating only raw eggs for a day or more usually has all the benefits of fasting and more, but no downs. Okay. (laughs) I can't speak to that one, but if you say so, you have to look that up. I just relax. Thanks. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, good. Um, Agreed, wise words. I'm glad. Oh, there it is, the filter to protect. I always, I get in TikTok when you do these lives, it says, some comments in this live were filtered to protect the community's experience. I wish, I always wish I could see what those comments were. Oh, so much diet, health, marketing noise. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just nonstop bullshit. And so let me tell you that story. Uh, you know, Those of you who watch me all the time, you know what I'm about to say. But um, the diets are are part of the problem, right? The obesity conspiracy is three big players. It's the food manufacturers, producers. It's the diets, They're one and the same. I'll get to that in a second. And it's the medical establishment. Medical establishment's complicit. They have an entire business model based on treating symptoms, not on finding the cure. There's a lot of money being made on you being overweight, you being type two diabetic, you being sick with all the diseases that come from being overweight and eating the wrong stuff. Now, we get to the food manufacturers. We already know about them. They're like the cigarette companies. They're making the most addictive products they can and marketing towards 24 hours a day. It's the diets, though, that usually slip by people because these are the same thing as the food companies. What am I talking about? Did you know that Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz? Did you know that Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle? Did you know that the company that owns SlimFast is the same company that owns Ben & Jerry's, Unilever? Did you know that... The company that owns Atkins food products is the same company that owns Onion's pretzels and Cinnabon. These companies don't want you to lose weight. They want you to rate crazy, restrict your calories because they know when you crazy restrict your calories, you end up eating more calories. Ultimately. And I always joke the day that these companies buy program yourself then and put program yourself then out into the world. Um, then I'll eat my words because their sales would tank (laughs) dramatically quickly because again, my clients stop eating that shit because they don't want to eat it after they change the way they're thinking. So what do you think about I'll start on Monday mindset? I think that um, it's terrible. <laughs> it's um, it's the problem, right? Right. We all know that uh, it's. But but why, though, Let, let's let's break into that a little bit, because that's one of my favorite things to talk about. I literally I just made a video on this. And um, what happens is the start on Monday thing is really, again, it, it's a it's the symptom of a bigger problem right? So we all know what that feels like. I'm going to start Monday. Well, it's first of the year. I'm going to start at first of the year. And you do that all year long and you never really start, right? But why is that? Why do you have to wait till Monday? Because I always joke, I always joke, uh, my program is the only weight loss program you start on a Friday, right? So let's think about this. Why do you only want to start a, a program on a Monday? It's because A, it's really hard, right? So it's like, I want to get through the weekend and enjoy myself. And then I'll, I'll do all the bullshit and the hard stuff on Monday. Right. But therein lies the secret that you think of your weight loss as this really strict, hard, difficult, depriving, shitty thing. And so you avoid it. You don't want to do it. And you put it off till Monday, you know. And so what I would suggest is that that I'll start till Monday thing is really a symptom of a deeper problem that the only way you know about losing weight is these extreme overcorrections and you don't want to do them. So you avoid them and you push it off till Monday. You see, so I would suggest instead of that extreme overcorrection of cutting 50, 60% of your calories off on day one, then instead you start small, you start in a way that you could do on a Friday. So how do you start a diet on a Friday? Well, you don't, you start your weight mastery right now, today, how I want to go out tonight. I'm getting ready to, I'm going to eat pizza. And it's my night to eat pizza and ice cream. Great. You can still start drink more water, go for a walk, go to bed a little bit earlier, eat an apple. <laughs> yeah. If you eat the pizza, eat one less piece than you normally do right? I mean, it's so crazy that we don't, we just, you can't think of it this way because you've been so conditioned by the diets. I can't tell you how these diets, I'm a hypnotist. If I was going to create a sneaky way to get people to be overweight, but think they're doing something, I would create a diet. Okay. Understand your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. I tell you not to think about a banana. What are you thinking about? Okay. The second thing about your subconscious mind is it can't tell the difference between vivid imagination and reality, right? This is why you like movies and watch TV shows because it's a vicarious experience of that. You watch sports, you have adrenaline literally going in your body. You watch a horror movie, you're nervous and tense. You watch a comedy, you're laughing. So our imagination triggers real responses in our body. So let's go back to the diet. What are we doing? Pretty much every diet, you can't eat the cookies. I can't eat ice cream. I can't eat chips. I can't eat pizza. We keep thinking about the exact thing we can't eat and it starts creating cravings because we're imagining it, imagining we're getting saliva in our mouth, we're getting cravings for it. So the diets literally are sabotaging you subconsciously. They're set up ass backwards, you know, if you understand the subconscious mind. So the solution is that there is no overnight fix. There's no overnight fix for your weight. OK, it's a skill set that you're developing. Again, you have to reference learning a musical instrument, learning a language, learning any or any kind of skill that you've ever learned. You can't just learn it all at once. You learn it bit by bit. Um, all big accomplishments are the accumulation of small accomplishments and your weight loss is no different. And so instead of thinking you're going to do it all at once, start thinking about it as I'm going to develop a system, a strategy, a lifestyle, a way of being that allows me to live at my goal weight. And that approach allows you to take small, systemic, comfortable actions and move in that direction. Again, drinking more water, going for more walks, getting some more sleep, practicing relaxation for a minute, eating some more fruit, eating a salad, you know, drinking uh, you know, I, I said more water, but but drinking some water before you go to a restaurant. So you have a little more control. There's a lot of little things you can do. That's what my that's what people might my, my program do. It's all little things. So it feels comfortable. So you stop dreading it. You dread weight loss. Think about it. You're at the point losing weight is the most, I think that one of the most enjoyable things you can do in your life. You know, not just because you look better, but because you start feeling better. You start feeling, wow, I did it. Oh, look at me. (laughs) You start feeling proud of yourself, not just because you look better, but because you're making changes in your behavior. You're starting to think more positively. You're starting to think more positive about yourself. Start trusting yourself. You start having more energy. Your moods improve. Everything gets better. When you start eating healthier, living healthier, and losing the weight, it's the most pleasurable thing you can literally do in your life. And how do you think about it? You think about it as this shitty thing. Again, the diets, they fucked us all up. And they do it on purpose. I I know this because they're so smart. And and they do it on purpose. And so now when you think about weight loss, you hate it. It's like someone's got a gun to your head for you to start doing it. You're dragging your feet. You don't want to do it. It sucks, right? And so they've somehow changed the most amazing beautiful thing you can do for yourself they've turned into this shitty feeling you have about it so we need to change that back and the way you do that is taking small strategic action realizing you don't just want to lose the weight you want to master your weight you want to live at your goal weight not just lose some weight okay that's the, that's the the flip you got to make that switch and once you realize that you realize I want to weigh my goal weight forever i want to be healthy and alive and feel good about myself forever and I want to start today. I'm so excited. I want to start today. I don't have to be perfect. That's the beauty of this. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be better. Each day, 1% improvement, always a little bit better than yesterday. And that attitude, it feels so good. It makes you want to do it. It makes you feel good because it feels good every step of the way. When you appreciate every little improvement each and every day, you celebrate your wins, you pat yourself on the back, you learn from your mistakes, you forgive yourself when you screw up it becomes a fun process. Each and every day, you can't wait. I love being thin. I love being healthy. I love living this lifestyle. Each and every day, I love it. I love it. (laughs) I'm addicted to it. And I wasn't. And so I created that addiction. I love it. And it never ends. That's the best part of this whole thing. Every day in my life that I'm going to be alive, I love it. Because each and every day, I feel like I'm getting better. I'm learning new things. It's exciting to me. You see? So it's a completely different mindset that I have. And that's the difference. That's what's stopping you right now is that your mindset is a diet-based mindset and it's got you trapped. It's a literal mental prison that is keeping you stuck at your weight. And part of it, you know it because you think about losing weight 24 hours a day and you never get there. You never even move towards it. You're trapped in a mindset is all I can tell you, you know? And um, yeah, that that starting on Monday is just one more symptom of it. (laughs) What's up, Nuka? Um, What do you think about Ozempic? I don't like it as a diet drug. You know what I mean? Like I, I know I have clients on that and it's an intense ass drug. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I get it. People with the weight loss become so desperate, so desperate. They'll do anything, but I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, you do not want to be Ozempic your whole life, you know, cause being on your whole life is a lifetime full of nausea. Do you like feeling nauseous? Do you like being worried about what you're going to eat because you think you're going to throw up? Do you like feeling nauseous seven hours a day? Cause that's ozempic and that's just what the feeling of it is and who knows what it's going to do to your body. It's an intense ass medicine, you know, and there's systemic effects. Who knows what the long-term effects are going to be? They don't know, you know? So again, I'm not judging if you're on it and you're using that, you know, everyone's gets to make their own choice, but to think of this as some miracle drug that's going to help me, you know, maybe if you're planning on being that forever and if you are, what are the long-term effects of it? That's my feelings on it. You know? Um, Completely agree. All great wisdom. I still think having fat stores can be healthy. (laughs) I got to go by. I think having fat stores can be healthy too. I, I definitely agree with that. So by the way, I say thin, my definition of thin is you living at your goal weight. Your goal weight is your goal weight. You get to decide it. And I would suggest the goal weight you choose is the one that makes you the healthiest, the happiest, and gives you the best quality of life. Okay. So there's no, this idea that you have to have X amount of body fat, that's all bullshit. It's up to you though. What and you have to take into account two things. You can't just pick a weight. You can't just pick a weight um, that, that arbitrarily. And a lot of people do this. Oh, I want to weigh what I weigh when I was 18. I want to weigh X amount of pounds. You have to say, I want to weigh X amount of pounds, but then you have to take into account how you're going to have to live and eat to maintain that weight. And so I see so often my clients come to me, they pick this really low weight. And I say, you're just picking this weight. I say, yeah, that's what I want to be. I say, but do, do you understand? You're going to have to live this, this lifestyle you can't eat candy. You can't, you're not gonna be able to do those things to live at this weight. Is that something you want to do? No. Okay. Then you're gonna have to do this. You're gonna have to raise the weight a little bit, but so what? That weight you have to understand to get to that point. You have to understand the weight is a means to an end. The weight doesn't make you happy. Just like money. Money doesn't make you happy. It's a means to an end. If you're robbing old ladies to get your money, that's not a great quality of life right? And if you're starving yourself to get to a weight, that's not a great quality of life either. So you've got to look at your weight within context of your life. Where am I comfortable? You have to make almost like an agreement with yourself and invest, we call as the best return on investment. Where is the sweet spot between how you want to live and the weight you're going to be at? You know, and that's where you have to figure it. You know, 10 years ago, I put almost 20 pounds on. It was a stressful time of life for me. And what I came down from that, but what I did do is I, I made a decision myself. I said it was, it was a challenging time of life. I am a young child. Um, I mean, two young children, but one was a baby. He, he was hard. He didn't sleep well. So I was extra tired. We'd moved into a new house. Just there was a lot of stress in life. And what I did, I recognized the stress and I raised my goal weight by 10 pounds because to keep it that 10 pounds lower in that situation was a lot more effort. And so I raised my goal weight because why there's no, the goal weight, within 10 pounds, I mean, what's it mean to you? You know what I mean? You got to reflect on this. And I know you haven't, but it's very, very important to say, why do I want to weigh this? You need to give your goal weight more meaning. And for a lot of people, there's very little meaning of it. It's just like, well, this is what the doctor told me. Oh, that's what I heard. That's what I weighed when I was 18. I had someone, I the, the, the most extreme example as I seen is a client. And she goes, I want to weigh what I weighed when I was 12. Think about that, right? It's like, fine, that's your goal, but you're going to have to pretty much not eat very much. Like you're going to have to live a very, very, very restrictive lifestyle and eating path to, to get that, right? That's what you want to do, fine. But why do you want that? What benefit are you getting out of that? That's the question. Because just because you get to that, what do you think happens? I think everywhere you go, there's just balloons falling on you. Hey, look who it is. Oh, they weigh X amount. You know, it's not like that, <laughs> unfortunately. It's like the, the value you get out of your weight, you know, if if we're looking for other people's, you know, you know, attention and stuff, I think you're going to be surprised that you don't get it, you know? So you've got to check within yourself. Why do I want to weigh this? You know, what's the goal? And once you do that work, you know, you get more, more congruent and um, that can be helpful. This program really improved my mental health. I wasn't trying to lose weight just to be healthier. Yeah. Super. That's great. And that's the secret. You know, a lot of times, I always say this to people that ideally the ideal weight mastery plan is one that makes the weight loss secondary, you know? So I say like, take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. That's the real secret to getting better results because it gives it more meaning. It's not just about a number on a scale. You see, it's about becoming the best version of you that you can be. It's about living as the best you, you know, that you can possibly be. And once that becomes the goal, you know what I mean? Instantly, there's a lot more motivation involved than just a number on a scale or a size of a close. You know, that can be the goal too, but I rarely see that being the main goal in it working. You know, I, I find when you can make a main goal that's creates that weight, that's the sweet spot. That's the way to do it. Um, hey, Vicky, what's up? The sweet spot between ideal goal weight and sustainable eating for life makes absolute sense. Yeah, right? And it's just so much of this whole process is just clarifying wrong beliefs that we have you know what i mean and it's like once you think about i'm like oh my god it doesn't make any sense so it's not like it doesn't take a lot of thought. sometimes like oh my god that doesn't make sense and this is just indicative that that we're all we are all in a hypnotic trance from the diet marketing it's got us trapped and so often it's just like i always joke with this i thought i was going to hypnotize people to make them lose weight i didn't realize i was going to wake them up out of hypnosis to help them lose weight (laughs) and that's much more what it is and so it's just like kind of breaking these false limiting beliefs that aren't true that's like more what i do than anything else right so um but once you do that once you get rid of all these shitty wrong beliefs you're left with the truth and the truth brings you right in the direction you want to go in you know so a lot of weight loss and weight mastery is much more about that mindset thing of self-exploration of kind of instead of looking outwards for the perfect plan or workout is looking inwards what do i believe what am i thinking you know how am i approaching this what's my goal and getting clear on that in a congruent way um that gets you the results you're looking for you know so it's a, it's a different process more than it is a different plan if that makes sense um so i hope that helps so all right everyone if we can get out of here I, I hope y'all enjoyed this have a super weekend if i don't get on on a live here I uh, got a bunch of new videos dropping Uh, if you want to go any further with this, again, you can go in my bio, click that link, you can listen to a hypnosis session. I'll give you, there's a training I'll give you and I email you every day. I'm here to help you. All right. Uh, if you want to learn about my program, go watch that training and find out about it. I've got a podcast called program yourself. Then YouTube has a bunch of videos up there and, uh, yeah, I wish you a, a healthy and a happy, uh, St. Patrick's day here. Have a great day. Bye everyone.